How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, uh, Anthony Heron of the Pac-12. Also covers uh, things for 670 The Score out of Chicago as well. Anthony, how you doing? Doing great. Getting ready to ring in the new year. Check out the Rose Bowl. How you guys doing? We're doing well. I wanted to ask you the uh, the, the power of the Pac-12 this year. There seems to be the notion that while you know it's a good team and they knocked off uh, Utah and they're coming in with a head of steam in Oregon, maybe the Pac-12 is not as strong a conference as they once were. Well, I think it depends on what time frame we're comparing it to. Actually, in recent years where the Pac-12 really came down to the month of November and pretty much out of the college football playoff picture already. I think this season, when you look at both Oregon and Utah being deep in the thick of the playoff discussion coming down the stretch, Oregon had a fairly untimely loss that they suffered against Arizona State. But overall, both programs were in the thick of the discussion, and that was a position the conference hadn't been in for a couple of years. Now, Utah ended up going down in the Pac-12 championship game, but they would have made the college football playoff as as the number four seed, regardless of what Oklahoma did in my estimation. So I think the conference overall had a strong season. There just wasn't that that one great team, that seminal team, that ended up emerging from the pack. So talk about this matchup with uh, the Wisconsin Badgers. Obviously they come in, both teams very good in the trenches. Both teams have had, at times, flashes of offense. Uh, you, you bring in a very stout uh, Oregon Duck team that's good against the run. You've got a good run game in, in Jonathan Taylor here. What's got to give? Well, that's the thing that with Wisconsin fans who perhaps haven't watched Oregon much this season, Mario Cristobal really brought in a level of force, a level of brutality up front on both lines of scrimmage that end up uh, making Oregon one of the most physical teams in the Pac-12 this season. So Wisconsin, you know their offensive line is going to move folks off the ball. Jonathan Taylor's going to get his carries. And I was really impressed with the way Jack Cole was able to finish the season. If you look at the way he performed in the season finale to regular season standpoint, what he did in the Big Ten Championship game against Ohio State. He started to find moments to throw the ball with some aggression, with some accuracy. They're going to have to do that. You know, Chris S.C. thinks like thing's going to have to have a big game because what Oregon does defensively, the way they show a lot of different fronts, different looks to you within their front seven, and the back end, you're going to see plenty of man coverage from the Ducks, but overall, just to be able to sort of file through the Ducks in the front seven, like perhaps the fans that haven't watched them as much in recent years may think of their defense as a very, very different defensive front for the Ducks. They've got a nose tackle named Jordan Scott, but I think it's going to be a great matchup between he on the inside versus Tyler Theodis, two guys who are going to be really highly regarded by NFL draft prognosticators. Um, Jonathan Taylor comes into this game and says, yes, I want to play in this game. Uh, he is projected to go into the NFL draft. Um I, I guess, uh, you know, is Oregon, have they faced a talent like Jonathan Taylor yet this season? I would say not an individual talent, no, and especially not who gets carries with the volume that, that, he, that Jonathan Taylor is going to get from Wisconsin in this game. So I'd say just as far as one individual to shut down, this will really be the main test because even Utah's offense, which has some similarities to how Wisconsin attacks you up front, it's still a different outfit when it comes down to how they try to attack with the passing game, what they do in delivering the quarterback, you know, outside the pocket, inside the pocket. So I think overall, 
they've seen some similarities to another offensive system, but it's going to be very different with the way that Utah will try to attach them and just feed Jonathan Taylor the ball with some volume. Uh, I look at the Oregon Ducks to try to attack maybe the secondary, try to get rid of the ball quick, try to be able to run it a little bit, give them some space. But to keep Jack Cohn and company off of your quarterback, off of the quarterback, you got to get rid of it. Quick hitters. Do you see it the same way when it comes to offense? I do, because uh, Jack Cohn, he's got some mobility to him, and I do like it when they do not just the hard play action, but do a little bit of sprint, a little bit of boot action, just to get Cohn on the move and off the spot. That's going to be important because Oregon does have some guys who can rush the passer up front. They're also willing to blitz. That's one thing I was talking about, the variety of looks they give you in the front seven. They'll bring some pressure from the secondary as well. So Wisconsin, as always, will be best when they're operating ahead of the chains, when they get to second down, when they get to third down. But Regardless of the scenario, I'm going to look to see whether or not Jack Cohn ends up playing as decisive as it looked like he started to play in the last couple of games that we've seen lately. Because when he does that, the offense is able to operate at a much higher level where it's not as predictable with them just turning around, handing it off to Jonathan Taylor over and over again. Uh, before we let you go and get you out of here, uh, a couple of predictions. Uh, first and foremost, uh, kind of the outcome of the game, but more so, what this Rose Bowl game means, because the Rose Bowl itself, uh, some people want to say, has diminished as far as the uh, prestige of the bowl game. What does this mean then to the team that wins this game as well? I think both programs recognize the importance overall of the matchup itself, um, of what the game itself means, because it's not one of the top four games you know, in the college football playoff picture this year, but when it comes down to it, the granddaddy of them all, it's really the main game that you still see guys with an opportunity to go to the National Football League. They want to play in the Rose Bowl. They want to be out there at Rose Bowl Stadium. The fans still show up for it. So I think there's some games that have been diminished by the college football playoff, but the Rose Bowl certainly is not one of them. And for Oregon, it's really important because two games they've played under Mario Cristobal up to this point, they really haven't performed that well in either one of them. He's one and one as a bowl coach with the Ducks. So I think for them, they're going to find it important to send their quarterback, Justin Herbert, out on a high note with his career, their linebacker out on a high note with his career. And I think overall, whether it's Troy Guy, whether it's Justin Herbert, they've got guys who could be on their way to the NFL who decided to play in the Rose Bowl. And if they put big efforts out there, I expect the Ducks to win it closely. Ducks, you got the Ducks getting a win in this one. I do. I think it's going to be a really hot contested game. But I do think Oregon's going to perform better this season than they have in recent years in the Baltimore's. Always good to talk. We certainly appreciate you hanging out with us for a couple of minutes, and thanks for the breakdown, man. Enjoy the New Year's Day bowl game. I appreciate it, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. There you go. There you go. A little bit of a breakdown from a, a national perspective. Anthony Heron from the Pac-12 Network also works with 670 The Score out of Chicago. Uh, Big Ant Heron on Twitter. Big Ant Heron, H-E-R-R-O-N. You can find him there, Big Ant Heron on Twitter, and he thinks uh, covering the Pac-12, what he's seen out of the Oregon Ducks, that they're going to get the win in this one. I think the Badgers, uh, for the way the Badgers do it, grind it. The Badgers do have some team speed as well, uh, although Oregon's got a lot of it. I think the sometimes power over speed can get you, uh, but we have seen when the, the, the Badgers went up against Ohio State, Ohio State's got tremendous speed. I mean, they went toe-to-toe with Clemson, and Clemson's got a ton of it. Um, but uh, but the Badgers were able to kind of keep up. So my thought is, if the Badgers can keep up and then manhandle them, that they'll be able to get a win in this contest upcoming. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.